Welcome to episode number 2222 as we move along on the El Police Radio Network. We've got a lot of things in store for you in, in this beloved year that we have. Uh, last uh, episode, 21, we discussed the new format and the formatting and how that works. So we are going to do it today. On some other issues before we get into that format, 09. TG, or 09 Training Group, is being formalized. It should be up and running as a podcast in March of this year. And then following that in May or June, there will be an introduction of video content. And... Somewhere in the middle of between March and May or March and June, you're, you're going to receive blogs and so forth. So I encourage you to connect to that as well. It's O9, O as in the letter, 9 as in the number, tangogolftg.org, excuse me, dot com. And uh, you can connect there. Also, I have been asked and I have accepted and I am looking forward to uh, getting back into the trench. And what is a trench, you might say? Well, the trench is the law enforcement organizational fraternal society world. And um, I have been associated with Latino law enforcement organizations uh, for over 20 years and the Latino Officers Association of Florida has asked me to step up again, and I will be doing that, as well as aiding, assisting, consult, consulting uh, those new newcomers as they come on board. It's a great time to be an American. For uh, the Latino Officers Association, if you want to plug into them, you can simply go to latinofla.org. That's latinofla.org, as that uh, website is brand new and is being formulated there. And we're always encouraged when we can uh, send out the news, the good news to all beloved law enforcement officers. We are going to have a series in the future on organization and fraternal organizations, what they should represent, not necessarily what some are representing. And I'm not bad-mouthing them. They do do good service to their communities. They are uh, purpose-driven, and my hat goes off to all of them. But some are a little bit more political than others, and sometimes we forget that we need to be grounded in the purpose of what we swore an oath to, and that is law enforcement. Now, but that's for a later time, and that's going to be coming down the pike. It is a great time to be an American. That's what we're going to discuss today. No negative talk, none of that baloney about the media, none of that baloney 
that you're hearing on TV about this one and that one and the FBI and they won't release this and they won't do that. No, we're not going to talk about any of those things. We're not going to jump into egos. We're not going to jump into the supernatural. We're simply going to concentrate on it's a good time to be an American. And I want to share with you, as the listener, why it's a good time to be an American. Now, you might not already, you're kind of frowning already. Where's this guy going? I don't think I'm going to like this show. Get your hand off the button. You're not turning me off just yet. Listen. Listen. There might be some truth to what I say. Or you won't know if you don't listen. But hear now the news. And here now, the L Police News. Oh, we already did the intro music. Calm down. Uniform cop acts to leave eatery over service weapon. Yep, believe it or not, some of the carryovers from maybe the last administration. Cleveland, Tennessee. A uniformed Tennessee officer was asked to leave an outback steakhouse because he had a service weapon on him. My gosh. WRCB-TV reported that Tennessee Wild Resource Agency officer Andrew Ward was asked by the restaurant manager to remove and put his weapon in his vehicle on Friday. The officer explained he had to have it on because he was in uniform. The manager subsequently asked Ward to leave, citing that Outback's policy that it made the restaurant a gun-free zone. (laughs) Amazing. Ward posted his experience on Facebook and has since been shared with over 150,000 people. And hopefully we can make that 300,000 people. The officer said that the manager confronted him because a customer stated that she was scared for her life when she saw his weapon. Oh, my gosh. And um, the customer said police are shooting people, and she could have gotten shot in the parking lot. And the manager had to walk her and her husband to the vehicle. They ought to be ashamed of the freaking selves. Ward said, we were told it was the policy they don't allow guns. If you would have known there was a complaint, we would not have uh, went anywhere. Seriously. She was scared for her life. We were joking and laughing when we ordered, then prayed. What's so scary about that? Ward said Outback later contacted him to apologize and offered him a $100 gift certificate, so I guess for him to keep his mouth shut. Ward accepted the apology and said he's thankful for the community's support, according to WDEF. In a statement, Outback said the manager of the restaurant made a mistake. And let me, let me just add a big mistake and that the company has always allowed uniformed law enforcement officers to carry sidearms inside their restaurants. Sheriff Eric Watson said in a statement that he is saddened when he had learned about the incident. While I truly respect the restaurant for reaching out to the officer, our community must also show support to the men and women who place the badge on their chest every single day in order to protect an establishment in which the officer was asked to leave. Watson said. 
But today's show, folks, what are we going to talk about? In the back. Anybody? That's right. Today's a good day to be an American. It's a good day, folks. It's a good day to be an American. Our next story is about the forgotten profession of corrections. And I say that um, because it's true. Here's an example. West Virginia advances bill to raise CO salaries by $6,000. The current $24,664 starting salary for COs has led to high turnover, staff shortages, and mandatory overtime. No freaking kidding. I can work at McDonald's. What is it, $15 an hour now? $15 an hour. Isn't that what Bernie says? $15 an hour. An hour. And... and 24-6. This is it? This is what the geniuses in the legislation can come up with? 24-6. To risk your life. Uh, Charlotte, Charlottetown, uh, West Virginia, as the House Finance Committee began its work on Monday, uh, Governor Jim, Just, Jim Justice adding insult to injury. Anyway, the story goes on to say that um, proposed legislation to increase salaries for correctional officers at West Virginia prisons, regional jails, and juvenile facilities by $6,000 over three years. One uh, uh, sticky point came up after draft funding for the increased regional jail salaries, $7.8 million a year, when fully phased in, could end up coming from increased per diem charges uh, to counties for housing inmates. Who cares? Who ca- you know, I, I got I to gotta stop. And then we're going to post this on lpoliceradio.com. You can read the article. I'm, I'm just sick to my stomach. Who cares who pays for the freaking thing? You, the government has a duty to protect citizens you got to pay. You got to pay. You're locking them up. Where are you going to put them? Where? Where? You know what? Today's a happy day. Today's the happy day. Today's the happy day. Today's the happy day. It's good to be an American. Let's move on, folks. Let's move on. Our next and final news story, although tragic and regretful, I can't say there is some type of good news out of this, if you will allow me a minute. Uh, President Trump on Tuesday called the death of Indiana, Indianapolis Colt linebacker Edward Jackson another preventable and disgraceful tragedy after police identified the suspect drunk driver accused of uh, careening into him as a watermelon citizen of the United States illegally. So disgraceful that a person illegally in this country killed a cult linebacker, Edwin Jackson. This is just one of many such preventable tragedies. We must get the, the Dems to get tough on the border and with illegal immigrants fast. Huh? To get off the story a second, because I know what some of you might be thinking, well, he's politicalizing it, and to a certain extent, yes, he is. But again, 
Is it a preventable tragedy? Of course it is, because the United States federal government has failed to protect its citizens and failing to protect the border. And this concept, here's an illegal alien that didn't come here and get deported once, but twice. And now the linebacker, sadly to say, is dead. Riding in an Uber. Riding in an Uber. Wouldn't even driving. They pulled off to the side of the road for some reason, something about, I think he was sick, and they got rear-ended by a drunk, illegally in this country. Folks, it could have happened to any one of us. Is it right? Is the wacky left gonna tell us why we're wrong? To acute, it could have happened to anybody. No, no, it's an illegal. And the paramount responsibility of government is to protect its citizens, and that includes the border, and they failed. Sad story. I wish I didn't have to report it. But what I can tell you as we go into our new segment, it's good to be an American. Why is it good to be an American? Well, it's simple. Just sit back and listen, and then I will explain. The state of our union is strong because our people are strong. I call upon all of us to set aside our differences, to seek out common ground and to summon the unity we need to deliver for the people. Since the election, we have created 2.4 million new jobs. And just as I promised the American people from this podium 11 months ago, we enacted the biggest tax cuts and reforms in American history. We have ended the war on American energy, and we have ended the war on beautiful, clean coal. From now on, we expect trading relationships to be fair and, very importantly, reciprocal. I'm calling on Congress to produce a bill that generates at least $1.5 trillion for the new infrastructure investment, the House and Senate will be voting on an immigration reform package. We presented Congress with a detailed proposal that should be supported by both parties as a fair compromise. My administration is committed to fighting the drug epidemic and helping get treatment for those in need. I am proud to report that the coalition to defeat ISIS has liberated very close to 100% of the territory just recently held by these killers. I am asking Congress to end the dangerous defense sequester and fully fund our great military. I just signed, prior to walking in, an order directing Secretary Mattis to keep open the detention facilities in Guantanamo Bay. No regime has oppressed its own citizens. 
more totally or brutally than the cruel dictatorship in North Korea. I will not repeat the mistakes of past administrations that got us into this very dangerous position. Fred and Cindy Warmbier are here with us tonight. We are joined by one more witness to the ominous nature of this regime. His name is Mr. Ji Sung Ho. Our nation will forever be safe and strong and proud and mighty and free. Thank you and God bless America. Good night. Thank you and God bless America. So many times you've heard a president end the State of a Union address and say that, but do they mean it? How many presidents have come and gone and not dealt with issues because they're patsies, they belong, they're puppets of the parties, and they don't deal with issues. This is why you've got a nut in North Korea pointing rockets at us, threatening to annihilate the United States. Why? Other presidents, ah, let someone else deal with it. I'm busy now. They didn't deal with it. Either they were too scared, too stupid, or both. But they didn't deal with it. Tax cuts. Who in the world would complain to getting more money? Only the wacky liberals saying, well, it's only peanuts. Well, guess what? It's more shells than the ones you dished out, which were nothing. It's good to be an American. Because for the first time, as wacky as you might believe he is, you might not have voted for him. You might not even believe the rhetoric. You might be so entrenched in leftist ideology that you refuse to listen to the rest of this podcast. Well, there's nothing I can do about that. But as just before you hit the off button and wander away, don't forget to spend your $1,000 that you got extra. You didn't get it from the previous president. They were too busy charging you more. It's time we wake up from our dizzy sleep, folks. Whether you like them or you don't, for the first time, there is an individual in the White House that's defending its people. And if you're stupid enough to say, well, who, what people are that? There's something wrong with you, too. Because we're all Americans. You know, I, I didn't vote for the past president. I didn't vote. I didn't agree with it. Not him as a person. I didn't agree about his ideology. Well, you listen. I could see the leftist agenda from a mile away. Quite frankly, the Republicans that have been in on this since the beginning, they put up candidates that were piss poor. Aging McCain, which is totally nuts today, and the, and the other one, whatever his name was, uh, they, they, were, they were nowhere near being a serious candidate. And they got their ass handed to them. And we were forced. And now you see everything that's occurring nowadays. 
And the evidence in front of us that we're refusing to see because the media won't show us, but they're giving us a false narrative with no um, evidence. That's why the scripture says that in the final days, people will say what is good is bad and what is bad is good. And you're seeing it right before your eyes. You've got fools out there still screaming out Russia. We're a year and a half into this, and we haven't seen one iota of freaking evidence. One, not one. But we're still, it's, oh no, there's a plot. And the only evidence points to the Democrats. The Democratic Party was seized in the whim of the evening, at night, when everybody was sleeping by a bunch of leftist socialist communists that took over the party years ago. And they they masqueraded themselves by calling themselves progressives. But they're a bunch of commies. And how do I know? Well, let me see. Let me take out my Rolodex. And these are the people from these various entities you can ask. Ask any Venezuelan. Ask any Cuban, ask any Russian, ask any Chinese. All those people, ask anybody from North Korea that is in this country, and they'll tell you if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck. That's right, my friends. Quack, quack. It's a duck. But we're the only ones too stupid to figure this out. The evidence is right there from the top echelons of government trickling down to the top of law enforcement in the FBI to the intelligence community in the CIA. All of it corrupt. All of it pushing for one ideology and one party. And it was a hereditary. One would get it from the next one would get it, and the next one would get it, and the American voting system was a farce until a nut one. I've known about Donald Trump since I was a teenager. When I was growing up in New York City, I used to see him on TV, on news, with his helicopters and all that. And then, you know, you didn't think anything about him. He was flamboyant, and uh, he always appeared on TV when he was giving money away. So you had no, no regard one way or another. In other words, there was a lot of people that liked him um, back in the 80s and the 90s. They liked him. But as soon as he said, I am running for president, he was despised. Why is that, folks? Why is that? Because of his hair? Because of his color? Why is that, folks? All because of a sick ideology which has created a narrative which is false. Let me give you a couple of examples. George W. Bush, according to what I used to hear in the media and according to the Democrats, he was stupid. He couldn't do anything. He messed up everything. He was a fall-down drunk. Ronald Wilson Reagan is an idiot. He, he, 
He's suffering from Alzheimer. He can't figure anything out either. And now you're hearing it again. And you hear it again and again and again. It is the elements of the Communist Party. So just even if it's for a momentary thing, it's good to be an American. It's good to hear that ISIS is getting their ass kicked by the United States military and they're on the run. And that the United States military is chasing them in that run and killing them. It's great to be an American. It's good to hear that police officers, although being attacked, spit on, cursed at, slaughtered, there's a voice in Washington, in the White House, that is backing the police officers up more than I have ever seen in, the, in my lifetime. That president is backing police officers up. Why? Because it's a great time to be an American. Where before, maybe it was sport, I don't know what it was, but the NFL was out of control and continues to be out of control this catching a knee business and everybody trying to make logic out of this. And then you want to put one topic over another topic so your topic is more important than mine so you can spit on me to make a point about you, okay? So you can't just dish the entire United States of America because you've got a pet pee. If you kneel for the national anthem, you are spitting on the United States military and those that have died in combat. Point blank, finish, end the freaking speech. And I dropped the microphone, but it's hooked onto a freaking stand. That's it. Don't come up with an ideology and try to explain to me why. It's bullshit. Because it represents the flag. The flag represents the country. And our country is represented by our military wherever they go and fight for us. Period. It's a good time to be an American. To hear the President of the United States in the, in the um, State of the Union address basically say that we believe in God we trust. And then noticing, seeing with my own eyes, half of those representatives, the Democratic half, sitting on their asses and refusing to applaud the principles that started this country, which was the principles of Scripture. It's a good time to be an American. To hear over and over all the points that I was listening to and seeing on the State of the Union address and watching the Democrats in utter disgust, in hatred, listening, refusing to applaud, 
at some point even getting up and leaving the chamber uh, for whatever reason, which is not proper protocol. And at the following day, you have these Democrats coming out on the news like nothing happened. No, folks, I'm not going to forget about it because it's a good day to be an American. And what day is that? Today. Today's the day you stand up and become an American. Today's the day you tell those communist bullshit son of a bitches over there in the Democratic Party that you don't appreciate them sitting on their ass and you don't appreciate what they have done to this country. You see, if you believe in the ideology of the left, liberalism is a social... It's a mental disorder. The issue of a, of a two and three and four-year-old child deciding what gender they're going to be, that's a serious issue. That is biblical implications there. But to the left and the wacky left, it's okay. To legalize marijuana, it's Okay. If you want to feel, you feel like a woman and you're a man and you're a man, you want to be a woman and you want to go to this bathroom and go to that bathroom, it's okay. When do we take our country back? Being disrespected by everybody. You know, when our previous president traveled to Cuba and being of Cuban descent, born in America, New York City, let's, let's not get it mixed up here, folks. I witnessed how Air Force One landed on the tarmac and there was no head of state to greet him. Dished. The middle finger was pointed at the United States government by the Cubans and the U.S., like a bunch of schoolgirls, took it. It's a good day to be an American, folks, because we're not putting up with it anymore. There's a voice. God has created a voice for those that didn't have one. It's a good time to be an American. It's a good time to stand up for what you believe in, regardless of your race. I don't sit around and say, well, you know, I'm a little brown, so I'm getting oppressed. Bullshit. I was born in New York City. I speak funny English with a New York accent. I didn't come here rowing on a boat. My past did, but I didn't. Just like you're listening to me, your past did. Or maybe you came on a boat. I ain't got no disrespect towards you at all. But uh, we can't start thinking in terms of race. We have to think in terms of of a nation, it's a good time to be an American. When you have people telling us, you shouldn't put up walls, that's, that, that's asinine. The answer is, it's a good time to be an American. When they've taken our prayer out of school, 
when you cannot publicly say through the Johnson doctrine the word Jesus Christ. But now, it's a good time to be an American. Folks, I am enjoying every step of the way. And although the ideology from the far crazy, wacky left and the media is trying to lead you to believe that the craziness is at the White House, I'm not buying it. What I'm buying is you've disrespected me for years and now it's a good time to be an American. Complain. Look at the obstructionists. The Democratic Party. They froze the government for three days. When the heat got on their ass that Monday morning, they were putting legislation down on the floor to open up the, the government again. Why? They felt the flames on their ass because it's a good time to be an American for what you believe in, for law enforcement officers. How disgusting was it that every time a law enforcement officer would die in this country, that the president of the United States got on TV the same very day and then lashed out at law enforcement talking about you don't know how to treat people. What kind of bullshit is that? But I can tell you one thing. It's a good day to be an American. National pride in your flag. To love your country is to love your family, to love your children, to love your church, to love your institutions of learning. What is happening in our institutions of learning? The crazy left has been in there entrenched since the 50s. But they're slowly coming unmasked. Slowly but surely. But no, 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 no. This podcast is about it's a good time to be an American. I encourage the the White House, I encourage those leaders that the death penalty for anyone killing a law enforcement officer should be instituted, point blank. If you don't represent and if you don't care about the law enforcement officers that put on a uniform every day to defend your rights, because that's what they do, folks. When they show up to their house, they don't ask the dispatcher, the nature of the caller, what race are they, and should they be actually be going? They just go. And they defend you regardless of who you are and what you might have done. Remember, correctional officers, which are law enforcement officers also, they protect bad guys from society. No, folks, it's a good time to be an American. I don't have to walk with my head down in shame because I'm being looked at differently. No, I'm an American. I was born in this country. I have the rights that my constitution affords me and I'm going to exercise them because 
It's a good day to be an American. And I want you, I want to end with this, and I want you to hear it. Please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Please be seated. Yeah, folks, it's a good time to be an American. Who was that little voice doing the Pledge of Allegiance? Well, that was my granddaughter. And she was doing the school announcements. And that was the first time she had done it, so she was a little nervous. What was the command that she first gave? Please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And then she said it. And although we had rehearsed it at home, I kind of Wherever there's a comma, slow down. She rushed it a little bit. But you know what? I'm proud of her. We're instilling to love our country to our children. I don't know what you're doing at your house, but I know what I'm doing at my house. It's a good time to be an American. Our next podcast... The mask is falling. You can only guess what that's going to be. Now, more than ever, more than ever, we need to hear the conversation. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be my strong refuge to which I may resort continuously. You have given me the commandment to to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. No matter what the government looks like, who's in power, we enjoy freedoms today that were given to us by the Almighty. Don't be listening to the crazy left, and they're not very religious. They have their own ideas about things and the creation of the world and the creation of mankind which I was told now in Canada, you can't even say mankind. It's person's kind. By law, you have to say that. But thank God I'm not in freaking Canada. I'm in the United States of America, where I can say mankind. And these liberties that we so gracefully accept are given to us by a higher power. The scripture tells us that mercy is renewed Every single day, which means the mercy and the grace that you receive today, the day that you're listening to this, well, this grace and this mercy is not the same one you're going to receive tomorrow, that the Lord himself renewed mercy and grace by giving another commandment. In other words, he thought about all those individuals 
that should have mercy and grace, and it was granted to them, to them new. Folks, don't be thinking about what the ideology of the left tells you. This nation was created by a blessing and a commandment of the, the Almighty. It's no mistake that the founding fathers, the majority of them, were believers. Now, did we stay on course? No way. We veered way off course. We have stepped all over the precious blood of Jesus with our free society baloney. And it's gotten worse and worse. But although in this podcast, what did we share today? It's good to be an American. The greatest of these goods is that I can worship the Lord Jesus Christ in this country. That up to this date, they have not taken that from me. And I pray that it never does happen. But I can tell you there's a segment in our government that wish I would never, ever, ever speak again. Yes, that, that party tried to create what was called the Fairness Doctrine. You can look it up on Google. And although I was given the opportunity to talk about Christ, I had to give equal opportunity for someone that did not believe in Christ. No, folks. Thank God that ideology has been put to rest. Thank God that party is not in power. No, this is not about the color of your skin or your upbringing or how you grew up. Did you grow up in a, in a good community or a slum? It's not about that. It's about it's good to be an American because you are experiencing certain rights, inalienable rights that other citizens in other countries cannot. That every day they are tortured, tortured because they have maybe one or two pages of the Bible. They were found on their person so they're imprisoned. They're tortured. Now, folks, you've been blessed to be born in this country. You've been blessed that your forefathers came to this country. You've been blessed that up till now, you can still say, I'm free. The scripture says, there's a portion in the scripture that says, up till now, you have blessed me. That means there's a time for everything, a season for everything. Our season one day might run out, and I hope it never does for my grandchildren's sake. But what I can tell you is now, the mercy and grace that God has given me today, I enjoy, and I'm glad to be an American. Folks, our next segment, episode number 23, The Mask Has Fallen. 
You know what it's about? We're going to talk about the crazy left. We're going to point out how sick it really is. And the mask got to come off, folks. It's falling. Don't tell me that prior to this election, you knew each and every one of them that were no good. No. Because of this election and because of this presidency, you have a better and clearer vision of who these idiots are because their masks are falling. And we're going to talk about that on our next podcast, number 22. How do you connect with us? Come on. We've done this a hundred times. You in the back row, lpoliceradio.com. There on the bottom of the page, you scroll all the way down, and there's our social networking, and you can pop in. We encourage you. We encourage you to tune in to Leatherneck 7, our other podcast. You can go to leatherneck7.com and go on there. They have some tremendous stories, great guests are lined up, true warriors that I am humbled that I've had the opportunity uh, to meet. And you need to hear their stories because they're real. They're real. Those individuals put their lives in harm's way for you and for me, and many of their bodies are dead today. So they earn the respect to be listened to. Leatherneck7.com. And again, don't forget, soon coming, 09 Training Group, TG, 09TG.com. And that will be uh, coming up March would be the first podcast. May, there will be some uh, video and blogging as well, or vlogging. I'm getting used to all these terms. I'm getting to be pretty good at it. And also up and coming, the nonprofit organization has asked me to take it, take the helm again, and I will, the Latino Officers Association of Florida. You can look that up and latinofla.org. And we're putting it all together because we want to give you the best information that's out there, the most accurate. And we want to make you converters, converting into the ways of Jesus Christ as your only Lord and Savior and converting you from the evil, wicked left that is so far left it's lost itself and now it charades around as common as Bolsheviks and we want you to convert, not to the Republican Party, but to an independent where you can have your own independent mind. That's the purpose of El Police Radio. That's what we want to do here. Now, because of this podcast, I know there's going to be a lot of people leaving Facebook. And all I could tell you is be careful with the door on the way out. It's been fun. And hopefully, if you believe in that sick ideology, I never meet you again. Yep, that's how personal it is. Don't hate you, but don't want to be you. So, We've got that. we got many more things lined up coming your way. 09 Training Group, Leatherneck7.com, LPoliceRadio.com, and Latino Officers Association, Florida, LatinoFLA.org. <sighs> I got it all out. Till next week, folks. Every Thursday, 
podcast number 22, uh, no, better said, number 23, coming at you real soon. I'm out. Radio.com.